Well, hello again. You know, have you ever wondered how your street got its name? When I was born, we lived in Downing Street. No, it wasn't number 10, and it wasn't in London. It was Downing Street in Liverpool. Later, we moved to a more rural district, where we lived in a road called Wheat Road. And there was also a Croft Road. And we even had a Roach Avenue. Later, we moved to a street that was named after a local councillor. His name was Frederick Lunton, and we lived in Frederick Lunt's Avenue. The church I attend is on Scepter Road in Croxteth. And near to Scepter Road is what one called Orb Close and Orb Walk. Now, here's something for us to think about this morning, as we might be wondering, what is a scepter and what is an orb? Well, the dictionary definition of scepter is an ornament. An ornamented staff carried by rulers on ceremonially occasions as a symbol of sovereignty. And then, what is an orb? Well, we're told that an orb is a golden globe surmounted by a cross, forming part of the regalia of a monarch. Back to the coronation. You know, during the coronation of a British monarch, as part of the ceremonial regalia, they are presented with the orb and scepter. The scepter represents the authority of a ruler to administer justice, to show mercy and to pass punishment on the wicked. And the purpose of the orb, or orb is, is, is a symbol of godly power. The cross above the globe represents Christ's dominion over the world and symbolises the monarch as being God's representative on earth. Now, listen to the words that are used during the coronation of a British monarch as they are presented with these two things. This is what the Archbishop will say. Receive this orb set under the cross and remember that the whole world is subject to the power and empire of Christ our Redeemer. Good there, isn't it? Well, listen to what God said in Genesis, way back at the beginning of the Bible, Genesis 49, verse 10. He said this, The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until he to whom it belongs shall come, and the obedience of the nations shall be his. Way back in Genesis, this is God speaking about Jesus. As we read in the New Testament, 1 Timothy 13, verse 16. In the sight of God, who gives life to everything, and of Christ Jesus, who, while testifying before Pontius Pilate, made the good confession, I charge you to keep this command without spot or blame until the appearance of our Lord Jesus Christ, which God will bring about in his own time. God, the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see, to him be honour and might forever and ever. Amen. We can go towards the end of the Bible and we can go to the book of Hebrews and we read this in Hebrews 1 verse 8. But about the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. A scepter of justice will be the scepter of your kingdom. So, 
from Genesis through to Revelation. So here's a verse from Revelation, Revelation 19, verse 16. And this again is speaking about Jesus on his robe and on his thigh. He has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Let's pray together. Our Father, we again thank you for the privilege of coming into your presence. Help us to recognize just who you are, that you are the one who died in our place. You're the one who can free us from our sin. And you are the one who is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And we gather this morning in your precious name. Amen. Well, you take care as the day goes on and um, look forward to maybe being back again tomorrow. Bye for now.